0: It's DTS 64, more secrets lurk in the dark, and a Sunbreaker hammer glitch that's just insane. You're listening to Destiny the Soul. Welcome, Guardians. What is up, everybody? My name is BBK Dragoon, and welcome to Destiny, the show number 64. Great stuff to talk about this week. We're two weeks deep into the Taken King. I have with me, as always, the wonderful, excellent co-host, Diddy. How was your week? Very good, actually. I'm waiting to hear back for some jobs
1: that I applied for, so fingers crossed. I've been checking my email every 10 minutes, and I I know I applied Saturday morning, and they're not going to respond until at least Monday, but... I still gotta it's check. It's good to check.
0: It's good to check. You never know. There might be that guy who comes home. He checks his email. He sees you and reads the resume. Spits coffee all over the stream. It's scream. <laughs> from DTS. Oh, my
1: it's God. Oh, <laughs> we gotta hire him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry. Oh, man. Well, that's cool. That's very exciting. Uh, you want to share any, like, hints about what they are? Just wait. We should probably wait until we know for sure, right? We should wait, yes. Okay, yeah. Because what if they listen and they're like, oh, gosh. He's no. sharing the dirty laundry of the company before he's even hired. That's not going to work for us. So, what'd you do this week? Lots of destiny and work. Working
1: at uh, the high school, teaching percussion, stuff like that. How are your kids? they good? They're nice? Yeah, they're nice. Yeah, the students are nice. They're all good. I found out, it's really funny, I found out that a couple of my students listen to Stampy Long Nose and they watch oh. his YouTube videos and I'm like... I know Stampy
0: Long Knows. I played with him in his Halo days. Like, we're friends on Xbox. That is so cool, man. Yeah, I mean, I was listening to a dual commentary that Vito and Stampy did together (laughs) back when they were both under a thousand subs. For listeners who don't know, Diddy and I go way back into the Halo Reach days where we were on a community channel called i Halo Zone, which at the time was, like, such a cool Halo channel, dude. There were so many awesome content creators there. Stampy Longnose ended up being one of those guys, and we were on that channel when Stampy was below 1,000 subscribers, and now Stampy is one of the biggest Minecraft YouTubers ever with, what, 5, 6 million subs, maybe? I haven't checked that in a while. Something crazy like that. But every time I mention, you know, Minecraft, they're like, oh, did you see Stampy's video? No. No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Yo, if anybody remembers I Halo Zone, who's a listener of the show, you should tweet us and shout us, out cuz yeah, that would be cool. Awesome. Dude, I I've ended my month of Metal Gear solid. I beat <laughs> MGS3 Peace Walker, MGS5, and this last weekend I beat MGS2. I'm done. I'm putting the series away for a while now. But that was my chill, not working kind of a game. Taking King kind of cut into everything else cuz that's kind of all I've been doing. So, <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should hop into the news because there's a ridiculous hammer glitch that is no doubt going to be patched very soon, so let's hop into the news. news. So, what is this
1: glitch, Diddy, and why? Okay, what is so this thing, you know how Sunbreakers they don't have an ammo counter on throwing their hammers, just like uh, Warlocks Radiance. You know you can throw as many grenades as possible. Sunbreakers, yeah. yeah, you can throw as many hammers as you want. There's a button combo. And we're not going to disclose here, but you can find on the internet that sunbreakers can throw 30 plus hammers for the duration <laughs> of their super. And it is insanely hilarious because they're just standing still oh. and their arm just spasms. It's, it's awesome.
0: <laughs> so wait, it's this rapid fire, hudgy, 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 like that? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh gosh. Dude, I'm going to say after two weeks... And even Luke Smith backed this up. The damage reduction sunbreakers get when they're in their super form. Can I say it's insane? Because it's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's pretty significant, I would say. That's
1: confirmed. Because Luke Smith's interview with Kotaku, which we'll talk about in depth in just a second. Uh, he said that, I consider myself to be an average or below average player. In the crucible and Is it adequate? adequate adequate okay okay adequate. we don't want to get him mad at us <laughs> he was saying that he was doing um surprisingly well as a sunbreaker <laughs> no. relative to his
0: skill so mm. yeah maybe hint hint some stuff well I want to roll my Sunbreaker up to 40 just for PvP. They remind me of, like, old-school Blade Dancers before 2.0 when somebody Blade Danced and the whole team's like, Run! You know? Because now when it's a Sunbreaker, it is like he's a T-Rex in Jurassic Park and, like, all the Rangers have to focus fire at the same... (laughs) Shoot! And even then, it doesn't usually work out for me. So uh, we'll have this linked on our... uh, Website, if you guys want to go check it out, I'm betting you Monday morning or Tuesday, this sucker is gonna get hot fixed. So, I mean, do hopefully, you think this will live on? Uh, you know, hopefully
1: not as long as Black Spindle, which we'll talk about in a second as well.
0: Yeah, I think that's interesting because they are hot fixing stuff pretty quickly. Can we just jump to Black Spindle real quick, what it was this week, and, and then we'll get into the big Luke Smith interview? Yeah, Black Spindle is the
1: exotic version of the Black Hammer, which is the sniper rifle from the Crota Raid, normal mode, yep. and whenever you get three precision hits in a row, it refills your magazine from your reserve ammo, and it was only available in the daily story mission
0: Lost of Light or something, The Lost Light. Something so it like had that. light in the title it's that mission where well actually no spoilers so <laughs>
1: well basically instead of ending the mission the proper yeah. way you go yeah. towards the tannix strike room mm-hmm. and you have to clear the taken out of the catch within the time limit and if you don't wipe and you clear it within the time limit you get the exotic black spindle drop
0: yes it, it was, was difficult so cool. it was it was difficult it was but cool it was, yeah Let's just talk about that's never happened in Destiny before. So some guy who's doing the daily heroic mission wanders off the path towards the strike. All of a sudden gets this new radio message, new voiceover from the ghost that telling, you know, telling you, uh uh-oh, we need to get rid of some of these fallen. There's a house of something going on, right? And... All of a sudden, you have a countdown timer on your screen, and you have to fight your way through a bunch of people, and it was difficult. You know, I was lucky. Shoutouts to Sassy and Nacho. I had (laughs) people who were all light level 298 and above, including myself, so uh, we made it and finished it with about a minute to spare, but it was tricky for a lot of people, but that that doesn't happen in Destiny up until now. There is no secret mission within a mission. They called it star fox style things (laughs) so if any anybody played star fox 64 it's a linear game where you start at point a you play eight or ten stages to get to the end of the game but what was cool mid-mission There were secret things that you could do to unlock different missions in a different path until the end way. And it took a while to figure this out. Like one of them was like flying through all of these loops that opened up a new waterfall and a new boss fight. And so you could play Star Fox over and over again and discover these new cool secret like shoot this thing in X amount of time and it's going to unlock a new planet and mission. And they're saying there's more of this, right? Yeah, because no one
1: knew about the Black Spandle. No one knew it existed until we found it. You know, it's not even in the
0: database. Not in Yeah, we can't date. Oh, it's so nice. We can't data mine it. It doesn't even show up in Destiny Item Manager. Yeah.
1: And it's just like there are more secret things to be found. Bungie confirmed this in a weekly update. They said, you found one or two of them this past week. There's more to come. So, oh man, this is awesome.
0: You know, I think we should hop into the one-hour Luke Smith interview with Kotaku. Now, Kotaku has a video series that is on its, like, second episode now. Only 10,000 people, okay, have seen this. It's called Kotaku Split Screen. It was an interview with uh, Luke Smith. And what's interesting is uh, Luke Smith worked for Kotaku for, like, eight months, a long time ago. (laughs) And we'll talk about some of the highlights from this interview because ah, I really enjoyed it. I think... Luke Smith is one of my favorite people to talk about this game, and he's not always the most, let's say, eloquent. But he's blunt and <laughs> honest. You know what? How did you put it? Did he? Ah, uh, oh, man, I don't even remember. You, you said like from a business perspective, he's oh, pretty yeah. honest and saying
1: will, he will admit he's not the most business savvy person. And when business lingo comes up, he's like, you know, I'm not the best person to talk about that with. You know, in light of yeah. recent events. But like, he is so passionate about this game. It's hilariously awesome, because he'll just say, yeah, I mean, I was playing this weekend with my raid buddies, and, you know, even though I designed the raid, I'm still getting my ass handed to me, and yeah. It's,
0: yeah, he's awesome. I like him. Very cool. So, I want to go through the highlights of this interview. I went through it, and I jotted down some notes, because there's a lot of interesting things to come out of it. I'm very surprised how few people have listened to this interview out of the larger Destiny community, and I encourage our listeners to put this thing on and listen for an hour, because... It is really nice. Like, I've found this to be up there with some of the previous interviews that we've recommended, so. All right, off the bat, they did confirm that Etheric Light was a catch-up mechanic to get the majority of the players to converge at a common level point before the start of year two. So they were thinking about the transition from year one to year two all the way back towards this last Christmas, you know, 2014. And how did, you know, how to get all these players on the same point or the same pathway at the end of the first year so that they're basically starting year two simultaneously, that came down to Etheric Light, which I actually think is pretty smart, and we've talked about it being a catch-up mechanic uh, before. Now, Diddy, in terms of production time and when the Taken King development started, uh About when did Luke say that was going on? Taken King was in development before Vanilla Destiny launched. Yes. So they were working on this game, Mm -hmm. let's say August 2014, maybe July 2014. They were already preparing for this. So there's many multiple teams at Bungie working on different facets of everything. Because I think Luke Smith said as soon as he was finishing up Vault of Glass, that's when they were putting him onto the Taken King team. Does that sound right? Yeah, I think so. And
1: Luke did confirm that Bungie knew that the original light leveling system was flawed from the beginning. And that's Mm -hmm. part of the reason why they made everyone do this transition into year two, so that they could reboot the light system once they had finalized
0: everything. Which is much better, man. Yeah, I would agree with that. It's Mm -hmm. so much better than year one. Like, I love the looking at a player's light, having an understanding of what they've gone through to achieve that light, and it's a more linear arc. Like, if you spend time playing the game in almost any activity, your light level will go up gradually over time. You'll hit it. He'll hit a peak, you know, when you get to those 290s, you obviously are going to need to work on more endgame activities, but so much better. Luke also said that Bungie understands the Taken King righted many of the wrongs of Year 1, going along with what Diddy just said. Uh, they're not perfect, and they had a lot to learn, you know, so Year 1 isn't just this... Total flop. We pushed it out to get just the release date complete, you know, and and satisfy an Activision metric kind of a thing. They really did learn a lot from this first year. And in many ways, I think he was saying that people at Bungie had no idea how Destiny was going to be. Like, if this was even going to be received well, if this was something that players were going to take and roll with in the way that they had hoped. Does that make sense? Yeah. They said, or Luke said, that people
1: at Bungie, they. They had no idea what kind of game they wanted destiny to be or how destiny would be received by the community and then once it was out the door they started to learn oh this is what our community really likes this is what our community doesn't like this is what we need to fix this is what we need to improve upon so destiny
0: year one it really was a learning experience for bungie they brought up black spindle and in regards to this luke said there are more hidden daily quests and secrets this leads me to believe that they have timed content up their sleeve as far as i know nobody has received sleeper simulant yes yet correct correct because yeah. there is a
1: whole subreddit dedicated to finding <laughs> sleeper simulant and i believe game informer did confirm that sleeper simulant would be received through a banshee quest line Yeah. And not a daily story mission, um, but people have been searching.
0: Yeah, well, I know I've received parts for it. If you guys are ever picking up, like, a legendary that has a ridiculously long name of numbers and letters... And and it goes in your mission slot. Goes in the mission (laughs) slot, and then you give it back to the gunsmith, and it gives you gunsmith rep, that's a piece of sleeper simulant, and we need to collect a bunch of those in order to unlock the quest to actually get sleeper simulant, and to play catch-up. Sleeper simulant was advertised as being basically one of the new Yalohorn-esque tier weapons, like one of the toppest est -est tiers of exotic weaponry. (laughs) So they have more raid tricks up their sleeves that's all luke said he said um he said he said he said that the oryx raid the king's fall was the biggest raid that they've ever basically taken on and so when he says there are more raid tricks up their sleeves he was referring to king's fall there's stuff we haven't seen with king's fall hard mode is coming out sometime in the future we don't really know when <laughs> Rippin from but destiny tracker told you something right did he yeah About their he, api he said that
1: some of the API files have been updated for hard mode but nothing confirmed yet so okay sometime soon I would expect it within I'm gonna do make a DTS prediction we're gonna see hard mode within the next month before November
0: speculation I think there's an entire boss or bosses that we have yet to fight and that heroic mode won't just be more difficult fights against the same enemies I think there's parts of that raid that we've not been to that we're going to get to go to and fight new encounters. Total speculation could be wrong, but I mean, Diddy. It would be hilarious, and probably
1: it's going to be a new area for the new boss, if there is a new boss. But I think it would be hilarious in uh, one of the jump puzzles in King's Fall if just a random floating
0: boss spawned in the middle of it. And you had to take
1: him out as you jumped across.
0: It's like a, a pterodactyl, but it's of <laughs> one of the bones of Yao kind of things. An ahamkara. <gasps> yeah, a flying ahamkara. <laughs> okay, anyway. Uh, they now have a fully funded live team. This team is responsible for feeding content regularly and maintaining the current state of the game. They have their own project manager, and we're going to hear soon about the future of this year. Will there be a new expansion pass or not? Luke Smith used the exact words you know expansion pass in in saying that will there be one or not we'll discuss that later. He couldn't he couldn't give any scoops that were beyond, you know, what the marketing team would let them say, but there will be more stuff coming in year 2 how it's delivered to us, we don't know. And we don't know if they're just moving towards yearly large expansions or um, if it's going to be similar to Dark Below and House of Wolves, if we have some smaller DLCs coming towards us this year. Diddy, do you want to real quick talk about that comet picture and the two things we have waiting for us, if that comet picture was indeed correct?
1: Oh, yeah. So, really long time ago, a couple months ago, there was this PowerPoint slide screenshot, really fuzzy, you know, early 2000s camera phone picture. Oh, yeah. That was leaked on the internet, um, that gave basically gave the timeline of the next year or two of dlc and um, the taken king was on there as a release for this fall so it was called comet back then it was called a comet expansion back then yes Yes. and then the next expansion was a cabal expansion which was set to come out before the end of this year probably december and then a vex expansion again
0: yeah or hive something like that i think it's vex it was definitely a picture of vex yeah so vex was
1: after the cabal and it would be early next year and I say would, early would be like spring or summer similar yeah. to house of wolves so they did kind of not really confirm but they leaked a similar timeline for this past year of destiny content for the next mm-hmm. year
0: yeah so we'll see if that's true or not i actually do really believe that we have either a cabal or vex expansion coming um december. <laughs> I, th- I think it's going to be december november is already so stacked with releases that november you know, would be the
1: hard mode raid and then
0: dlc in december they're not waiting until November for hard mode. There's like no way. <laughs> it's going to be October. It'll be like the week that Halo 5 releases Halloween.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the
0: shot's fired, Bungie. That is cool. I like the fact that they have a fully funded live team now. There is a dedicated team just towards keeping it updated, working on this timed content. Uh, the question was asked, are they going to remix the old raids? And Luke Smith says that he thinks it would be pretty awesome and uh, basically make the gear you get infusible and that's not confirmed it was just him saying i think that's a great idea that would be really fun to remix the old raids and make them viable again no plans at this time no He's surprise, basically saying yeah we've thought about that yeah we'll, we'll talk about it later we'll talk <laughs> he also you know talked a little bit later about the fact that um they messed up with the vault of glass weapons in the fact that the vault of glass raid weapons were so good that they outshone basically all of the house of wolves weaponry and a lot of the Dark Below weaponry. And we'll talk about that just here in a little bit. Uh, Trials is coming back. Trials of Osiris will be returning in the future. We don't know when. They do know, or we do know they're trying to make it harder and they want to make the 9-0 and 0 more prestigious. Luke was just brainstorming maybe an idea of where it's like the hearthstone arena where the more wins you get you match with players who have similar amounts of wins the way that would translate into trials would be the closer you are to nine and oh the more people you would match with who are closer to that nine and oh how do you how do you feel about that Diddy? he um mixed mixed feelings yes yeah, i i would love that actually okay. because it as
1: i said it would make it more prestigious because after the first week first two weeks of trials Everybody had that exotic emblem. I say everybody, but a lot of people had that exotic emblem. And it didn't feel as special anymore. The fact that if I'm going to if I'm eight and right, or and I need one more win, I need one more win to go flawless, and I'm put mm-hmm. up against another eight and no team, it's like yeah. this is do or die. I'm either gonna succeed or fail with this match. And that's like that's a lot of pressure, but it makes the game more competitive. And I've really missed that in uh destiny pvp
0: and i think that would be a great idea other side of the coin for me i think um i don't know i actually can't give an opinion because i just didn't like trials because of the (laughs) thorn i loved trials for the first five weeks and then after that point when it just devolved into streamers and thorn i just see i don't want to be a complainer i think trials is a cool game mode man i think
1: i really hope we get an iron banner before trials because that way we can find out Which gun's going to be the the most overpowered in um, level advantage turned on game modes, right? And Mm -hmm. then, hopefully, fingers crossed, Bungie would look at those statistics and maybe do something about that to maybe even the playing field a little bit more before the next Trials launches.
0: Yeah, we'll wait and see. Something I thought was cool they were talking about 2.0 weapon balance, asking if Luke was satisfied. Luke was at Bungie, and so guess what? On his computer, he's like, hold on. And he pulled up a primary <laughs> weapon popularity chart on his computer, and it was like, oh, that's cool. They have that. They got a lot of data there, obviously. And he said the last word uh, is the most popular, followed by Soros Regime, Hawkmoon, Red Death, and Bad Juju. And he noted they're seeing a whole lot more variety in that primary weapon slot, and they're quite pleased with that. Uh, make note that that last word, popularity, is probably because of the i can't remember which quest the is chaperone that? yeah it's a chaperone quest that you're using the last word with uh, he did admit and said that the shotgun needs to be worked on some more because shotguns still remain quite popular in that secondary slot so the crucible connection question diddy do you want to take this one
1: are they gonna fix netcode things so yes. luke smith says later on this year That they're looking to rework the code for network performance improvements. So fingers crossed for less red bars. He said it is a very code intensive thing,
0: which is why it would be later this year. So,
1: yeah, it's not as simple as changing the color of a shader. You know, it's like the infrastructure of network
0: Mm -hmm. server and connections. It's difficult. Yes. Luke Smith worked for Kotaku for eight months and what was really cool he mentioned at this point too Luke was a huge World of Warcraft player so he'd get up in the morning he'd write his articles for Kotaku and then he would play World of Warcraft till like two or three in the morning rinse repeat and do it again I just think that's really cool because I compare WoW to this game a lot and I know people over at the Planet Destiny podcast do similarly and it's just nice to know that a WoW fan is working on this game at a very high level. So, and it's probably
1: a good thing too, because that, yeah. and that's probably why the Taken King is so successful. Is because he was the um, the director. manager, the director. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. He was the director for the Taken King for everything. Right. For the lore. For the raid. For everything that you've been playing in the in the recent weeks. That's Luke mm-hmm. Smith, and you know the fact that he has all of this experience with the most successful MMO in the history of gaming world of Warcraft, right? Yeah. It just makes sense that his brainchild would be so successful. And I think we can see,
0: or we can uh, look forward to more good things. Yep. He, I love his comments on reforging. So (laughs) he basically gave the same story. A lot of us went through. They liked the idea of reforging, but they saw that it led to a corruption of the reward system. So, the idea was, well, if you have a perfect roll Winters and reforging doesn't exist, that, that's okay, because only a handful of people have it. It's really coveted. But when reforging enters the picture, every fell Winters could be rolled into that perfect shotgun, and that corrupted the system. So he definitely addressed this and said this was an issue. They do think that reforging may be coming back in some way or another in the future, but it will absolutely be different and not allow for that corruption stuff. So... Uh, is there anything else you want? Oh, tell us about the weekly Crucible Quest, did he? Well, hang on. A little note on reforging. I
1: think Luke Smith tweeted out something explaining his comments on reforging. He said, okay, reforging, if it comes back, won't be for legendary weapons or something like that along those lines. Okay. Uh, someone can find it on the internet somewhere, but it's they said that it will definitely be reworked and different this time around. Okay. Weekly so, Crucible Quest stuff? Weekly Crucible quest stuff, they laughed at the fact that it was so grindy. You know, Luke Smith was like, yeah, it's difficult. It takes a really long time to complete, but uh, we're working on making it less grindy
0: uh, in the next couple weeks. Yep. Cool. There may be a map veto feature sometime in the future for PVP, which would be very, very cool. Uh, Currently, a blue engram will not decode above 300. And I think that is just about it. He also
1: exploited three of coins.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, he did. He did the Scourge of Winter exploit. Well, that leads us perfectly into the weekly update where we can talk about the hot fix. So uh, just as a side note, everybody, Planet Destiny's podcast is going to be having Luke Smith as a guest, I believe, this week. So I would highly encourage you to check it out because I really like the way Luke Smith has been communicating. I know sometimes everybody gets really sour over the throw the money at the screen interview, but... I kind of think it's funny at this point. Like the the salt has blown past. I feel like it's okay to be more lighthearted about it, you think? Yeah, I would think so. All right, what did they do to three of coins? Uh the weekly update was mainly about that. They
1: <laughs> they obviously nerfed it. They gave it a little bit of a countdown timer. So you can only use one
0: of them every 5 minutes, I think. Something like that. They they don't work if you um are just farming mm-hmm. elites. So it was um The Scourge of Winter method we talked about last week, you kill Draxus over and over again, and you can no longer do that. They still are just as effective against strike bosses, they said, though.
1: Yeah, so they really intended the three of coins to be more of a, oh, I'm going to grind the strikes for a bit, I'm going to pop a three of coins, and then every strike, I just pop one every single time. So every time I down a boss, there's a chance for that exotic engram drop. So Mm -hmm. that makes more sense to me. You know, that's, you know, do the content, instead of just spamming one boss over and over again it makes it in my opinion a little bit more enjoyable and Mm -hmm. less
0: about grinding specifically for that gear absolutely very cool i want to read the last paragraph real quick for uh, the weekly update in typical deej fashion and i quote what will happen in the world of destiny next week no one knows that's the best part every day we roll out of bed and look at our phones just like you keep us on our toes guardians and we'll do the same for you diddy i think that leads into our topic perfectly Salvaged relic data is now decrypted. Not of consequence. Evening, Guardian. Earn your honor, Guardian. Titan survey data requested by Vanguard. All right, so this week we're talking a little bit about the Black Spindle idea, and I want Diddy to sort of introduce this topic and this idea of these secrets and how how this is really game-changing in, in terms of destiny.
1: So we talked about the Black Spindle and the fact that it was only obtainable or available in one daily heroic story mission it couldn't Mm -hmm. be completed in just the regular story mission director no it has to be the daily heroic and it's instead of completing the story mission the regular way you just go off the beaten path this other direction like a fork in the road you take left Mm -hmm. instead of right and you actually have to complete this end objective within the time frame this is absolutely insane nobody knew about this it's totally secret and if nobody had ever gone that way we would have never found out and bungie would have been like you missed it and just the fact that there was this secret mission that nobody knew about is huge for the destiny community because every single time something new happens a new nightfall a new daily heroic mission a new a new strike or whatever there's always going to be something secret Potentially hidden.
0: Dexter Chest in Vogue confirmed. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like, have you guys done Vault of Glass since Taken King came out? Probably a very small minority because we've just been grinding Taken King content. Maybe there is a secret chamber in Vault of Glass that they added. We don't really know yet until we actually, you know, start searching for these secrets again. Because Bungie said in the weekly update, you found one or two of these secrets and there's more to come. And there's more out there. Sleeper Simulant is one. We don't know how to obtain it yet because nobody has it yet. (laughs) Uh, It's just all speculation at this point. And I think it's amazing. Every single day since the Black Spindle came out, there's been a thread on Reddit. Here's the daily heroic mission. What can you find? And, you know, like, here's the potential. And I think um, on Sunday, the date we're recording this, actually, it was the... um, Oh, what's it called? There, there was some speculation about the sleeper stimulant being obtainable through the Daily Heroic story mission. And that story mission was on Sunday and nobody found anything. You know, when they got to the specific area of the end of not the Omnigol strike, but um, the Omnigol story mission from Dark Below. Uh, when they got to that room, a timer, a timer started or something and Taken started to spawn. But the end of mission timer yeah faded out so like there's potential for a secret there but we don't know because we haven't found out and i love that
0: it's brilliant it's it's something that old school wow had and there's still secrets that people kind of discover but it opens up the vault of glass last chest conspiracy across the entire game the entire universe and it creates this scramble for people to get home and do it like I felt really bad because I did it in the morning and then when I got home that night everybody wanted to raid because I think it was on it <laughs> was it a Tuesday uh, it was either Tuesday or Wednesday yeah okay so we were raiding together and when we finished raiding, my friend M. Vito got on, and I didn't have a third. Everybody had done it and was, like, going to bed at that time. It was pretty late. And so I, I scrambled. I asked, like, five people. All my friends? said, do you want to do it? They're like, no, we got it done. But it creates this great daily reason to hop on, get it done. You're like, "This, oh, dude, I got to get this, this 310 attack weapon. By the way, uh, people would get mad. I, I'm sure there's people who have clicked off the show already who will tweet us and be like, you guys didn't say they're nerfing the damage. It dropped <laughs> at 310 attack. It was supposed to drop at 290. The way that you can get around this, the fact that well, they're gonna basically do a hot fix soon yeah. where they're gonna take those um spindles and make them 290 attack. Just infuse them into another weapon, and then you can infuse them back later. So you will have to buy it again from the the what is it? The blueprints or yeah, what? The are blueprint the kiosk. Yep. So I think it's encouraging to see this stuff. And there's more secrets about the dreadnought. One thing I, that kind of I don't know if it worries me or not. Timed content. Is always a mixed bag, depending on how they deploy it. In some ways, it feels a little um, manipulative, like "Hey, we've <laughs> got all this stuff that we're holding back that we're going to keep releasing at a certain time." But I, I think on the complete opposite side, I love when the content is managed well. So as long as they they balance that teeter totter to where we're happy and there's stuff coming down the pipeline, sweet, right?
1: Yeah, there were even, you know, a couple of my friends didn't get it, right? And they were kind of angry. They were pretty salty about the fact that I had to work. I didn't have time to get it. It's unfair, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can kind of understand that. But then again, it is a really, really powerful exotic weapon. And you had to do it a very specific way. And so it's supposed to have this, in my opinion, it's supposed to have this sense of, achievement and mystery behind it prestige prestige because you know yeah i was in the right place at the right time i had the right people to do it with but it'll come back you know it'll be available again for somebody else it's going to get nerfed for all of us Mm -hmm. just like you know for all of us and i think it's (laughs) it was really funny because you had people on lfg sites not looking for people for the raid not for king's fall but for this daily story <laughs> mission, and it's just like, you had people strategizing, like, do we kill the boss first? Do we kill the ads first? If we kill the boss, do the ads despawn? By the way, no, they don't. No, no, no. <laughs> That was and like, we like,
0: killed them, and we were like, oh my gosh, we are going to get the ads!
1: And then you're, you come across the fact that, you know, the daily story mission is 240 light. It recommends 240 light, you know. There were people who had, like, 250, 260 light, even myself 290 plus light we had a fire team of 290 plus all three and Mm we we i couldn't do it five times like i tried to help my friends and we failed five times because it was so difficult that end room even though it's in a 240 recommended light level daily story mission it felt like a raid because it was so difficult the enemies there were a lot of them they were very aggressive they dealt a lot of damage it felt like i was dealing less damage to them and it felt like a raid and that's That's awesome. Well done Bungie because they kept it secret and I think I don't remember who it was but one of the guys who designed that specific story mission he tweeted out I'm having a good day. This is fun because he knew about it this whole time and people found it and he's like
0: yes. Things are on the up for destiny. It's looking pretty bright. Where can people find your content Diddy?
1: Twitter.com slash DiddyDTS, DTS and YouTube.com slash Wooshness, W-O-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S.
0: Awesome. By the way, guys, we are aware of the awesome Twitch announcements that happened this week, especially the 24-7, 24-7 um, broadcasting that can happen uh, when you're offline. We are working on cool content for you guys once that launches later this year. If you don't know what I'm talking about, don't worry about it. Just good things to come. Remember to head on over to the Choose Your Galaxy giveaway uh, powered by Control Freak and in partnership with DestinyTracker.com, Halo Tracker, Triple Rec, and FaZe Campy. It's a really cool giveaway that they have going on where you could win a Destiny The Taken King PlayStation 4 bundle or a Halo 5 Xbox One bundle. All you have to do is just sign up for the giveaway. The link is on our website, but you can also go to DestinyTracker.com to sign up for this awesome thing. Uh, you can go to DestinyTheShow.com for all the links from today and more. Follow us on Twitter At Destiny the Show, you can follow me on Twitter at BBKDragoon or YouTube.com slash BBKDragoon where I'm putting out a lot of tips and some weapon reviews for the Taken King. We also have some plans in mind for something, like just a better way to interact with us. That's right, Diddy? Yes, more discussion thread type things. Better than our clan wall, which is just, you know, we've got a lovely clan, we love you guys, but sometimes those tools are inhibiting the way that we can communicate with you and vice versa, so... Thank you, Guardians, for listening. Have an excellent week, and we'll talk with you next time.